Let's get to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Fires one up, off the mark, and Kansas State knocks off Kansas in Manhattan for the second straight year. Just as a favor to me, I said this before we came on the air just seconds ago. The next time I, like a big dummy, try to take a Big 12 favorite on the road, somebody slap the app out of my hand before I place the bet. Kansas State with the overtime upset of the Jayhawks in Manhattan last night. That opens things up for us today here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network. I am Chris Mack, alongside Joe Ostrowski. Aaron Hawksworth has the day off as we continue our buildup towards Super Bowl 58 out in Las Vegas, just five days away now. Obviously, college hoops to talk about, as we gave you right off the top. Isaac Trotter will join us to begin the third and final hour at 11 a.m. Eastern. We'll talk a little bit of everything with our guy Vaughn Dalzell of NBC Sports in the middle of the second hour. A Super Bowl prop bet draft. Yeah, drafts are fun. And then prop bets are fun. So fun times fun equals, I don't know, we may just have fireworks going off behind our heads and throw a damn party at the top of the second hour. And we talk Super Bowl MVP as we haven't checked in on that market recently. And we're now really, like I said, five days away from the game. Uh, Welcome in again, live coast to coast and in your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y to BetQL daily. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. But let's start, Joe, with Super Bowl opening night, media day. Media day used to be a thing in like the middle of uh, Monday or Tuesday where like, You know, they'd set the guys up on the field and, you know, reporters would show up and occasionally you'd get some silly stuff. You know, Guillermo from Jimmy Kimmel would show up and ask some silly questions. But now it is a made-for-TV event. And it happened last night in Vegas. Um, Travis Kelsey played good boyfriend by talking about how he wants to bring home some hardware of his own after watching his girlfriend Taylor Swift do so well at the Grammys. We got some actual news in that we're not quite sure if Chiefs lineman Joe Tooney is going to be able to practice this week or not. And as far as the Niners practice, they're doing it on what sounds like, I don't know, uh, like they're practicing on a pound cake or something, soft field (laughs) conditions. I don't... Uh, they, they apparently they measure this. Did you read this? They measured the hardness of the field. And this yep. is when I'm really upset that Aaron is off because we can't make any jokes about the hardness of the playing surface. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's, it, the field isn't hard enough, but they're practicing on it anyway. Cause Kyle Shanahan doesn't want to relocate practice. Yes. Yes. He said no changes, no matter what you cannot change the itinerary. Right. Oh, Heaven forbid. They could get a field. It sounded like they could get a field that they'd be more satisfied with by using the Raiders facility, which is what the Chiefs are using this week. Mm-hmm. But nope, nope, no changes. Um, I know it is. They they call it a made-for-TV event because it's on in prime time. Does anybody really sit there and watch these interviews? 
Like, I know no. it's on TV. It was on my TV. It was on mute, though, because I was watching Kansas, Kansas State. But does anybody really sit down and watch these boring ass interviews? I, I just, it was, I on. think it's, there's nothing it's there. Past its prime, right? Like, if they had yeah. made this a made for TV event 20 years ago, it feels like people may have tuned in and watched, but now, Everybody gets their clips of everything on social media after the fact, right? Like, you don't need to sit through something in order to see or hear what Travis Kelsey or Patrick Mahomes had to say. Right. Like, oh, you know how I found out Kadarius Tony said he's a number one receiver in this league? Through clips that were out there. Because this was the most ridiculous part of the evening. Here you go, Joe. Now you're done. Now you don't need to sit through this for three hours. So, yeah, I mean, it's... Just whatever. It's another day. It's it's Monday of the Super Bowl, right? We're talking about practice field conditions, and we're mm-hmm. talking about a, a couple of, uh, I mean, no, nothings really as far as the comments. Now, why does this keep happening though with the field? Like, I'm not going to go over the top about it. And the Niners were very careful. They did not want to seem like they were already making excuses six days before Mm -hmm. the actual game, because as you're hearing everything come out of there, you're like, oh, man, are they already making excuses? Is this going to be set here? They're laying all laying all this out here for uh, for people to complain about. Um, The fields was apparently an issue in last year's Super Bowl in Glendale. It was talked about. Like that should that should not be a thing. And now that we're talking about how spongy the 49ers practice facility is over at UNLV. And they wanted to complain about it, but they also didn't because Debo's like, ask Kyle. Kyle's like, ask Debo. They're going back and forth. They didn't really want to go on record and say anything. And Goodell's just out there, you know, typical company protect the shield at all costs everything's great yeah so (laughs) what was the firmness it was was it It rated in the 50s usually in the 70s yeah i don't i don't know what that means mattresses yeah i saw i read it i'm like 50 g's what the hell does that mean i don't know yeah can somebody put this in the terms that i can understand i mean it's practice, and I, I read somebody mention this. Who uh, who was it? I can't remember now, but somebody from the Niners basically said, yeah, it's not like we're actually running around full speed cutting on this stuff, so it's not necessarily a huge deal. Um, they're but that's be, Wednesday. Fine, but but that's, yeah. Um, we'll see. You know, if it, if it ends up being an issue, then the 49ers will have a nice little built-in excuse if they want to go back yeah. to it, but... Um, I don't make too much of it. I don't make too much of the fact that, for example, you know, again, I mentioned Tooney. Tooney didn't practice. Um, yeah, that's a veteran guy who needs to get in like one solid half practice um, before he's ready to play. If he's going to play with that pec injury, there's a whole lot of, I don't want to say nothing, but at least as far as yeah. we're looking at it, you know, when, when you start to break down a game and we've been doing it for, you know, nine days now, when you start to break down a game and you get into stuff that really matters, injury reports and the, like, if we were talking about the actual playing surface that they're going to play the game on, on Sunday, sure. Now we got something we could talk about, but it's a practice field. And I don't think it's anything that should necessarily have a huge effect on Sunday's game. We will get into the MVP market because like I said, We touched on it, I want to say middle of last week, um, so we can revisit some of the numbers, anything that's moved, and just as we've had another week to think about this thing, 
what we think of that MVP market. That coming up in about 15 minutes here on BetQL Daily. Uh, let's talk college hoops, I guess. I mentioned Isaac Trotter, 24-7 Sports, is going to join us at the top of the third hour. You cautioned me against this, Joe, and I was a big dummy. I didn't listen. Um, that happens sometimes. You win a few bets, and you think you know everything, and then you make an ill-advised bet, which, in the end, Kansas uh, loses on the road in the Big 12. That should not surprise anybody. This is, you know, I even read Isaac's column yesterday, and he was talking about the top 10 teams in, in college basketball and talking about how great Kansas played against Houston over the weekend. He said, by the way, I, I fully expect them to lose on the road in Manhattan tonight, and it doesn't really matter for their overall perspective on things, but just be mm-hmm. aware that that, that that will likely happen. And I thought, no, 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 no. They played too well against Houston, um, and that did not translate to last night. Uh, tonight, we'll get three top 10s playing at home and then a bunch of top 25s on the road, like Iowa State, Kentucky's got uh, some things to figure out, Texas Tech, San Diego State, New Mexico, some mid-majors there. But um, I don't think anybody's necessarily surprised anymore, even when a top five team goes on the road in conference at a conference like the Big 12 or the Big 10 and loses. No, not at all. Um, you said next time somebody uh, slapped the phone out of out of your hand, yes. which is yes. tough to do virtually, but... I, I, when you, when you said yell it at me really loud. Yeah. <laughs> now I didn't have the balls to make the selection. <laughs> and I also didn't have the balls to say anything to you because I've been so ice cold in college hoops over the last couple of weeks. That's going to happen. Like Paul yeah. talked about it recently. He went through a cold streak. That's just, that's college hoops, man. And you're going to get some mm-hmm. bad beats. You're going to have some that you just weren't, weren't close on at all. Um, it was Kansas state or nothing. I didn't get there, but the hard part for me was probably something that you were looking at. It's like, man, Kansas State, yes, they play better at home, but they have been whooped by some really good teams. Yes. And we saw it recently, like losing by 20 plus. And I know, I guess it's the old saying where you just throw all that crap out the window when these two teams get together, especially Manhattan. Um, it's tough for Kansas to win there. And But the, re- the other reason I was considering is Kansas coming off just such a high a massive right. home win over number one team. Like, and then now you're going to the rival. They're in a bad mood. They've lost four straight games. It was, man, I'm mad at myself, but I know the headlines were massive upset in college shoots, blah, blah, blah. Kansas goes down. It's three and a half point spread. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, 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 and we get this three times a week uh, this time of year. We wake up in the morning and we go to the scores And you go to college basketball and you go, okay, which top 10 teams lost on the road tonight or last night? And you go, okay, there's one. Yep, there's one. I mean, it happens so consistently now uh, this time of year that it shouldn't surprise us, I don't think. And again, that's something we'll look at. No top 10 teams on the road tonight. Like I said, uh, they are all at home, but we can talk about that with Isaac Trotter a little bit later in the third and final hour today of BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network presented by BetMGM Live Coast to Coast. Um, so we got uh, an Anthony Davis triple-double, Sabonis with another triple-double because he just, I mean, every night he rolls out at least a double-double and comes close to a triple. Um, some other stories around the NBA last night. Uh, Kyrie Irving comes back, helps Dallas to a win, drops 23. Uh, James Harden, <laughs> we talked about this one yesterday because I talked about uh, the the o- or, uh, Clippers over uh, the Hawks in Atlanta. 
a wildly high-scoring game. Both teams hit the 140s and basically secured the cover on the most ridiculous James Harden four-point play. Like, I've seen Harden take some ridiculous threes and kick the leg out in hopes of drawing the foul before, but this was this was a virtuoso performance by even Harden's standards in that he was basically, it was like my kid throwing up a shot in the driveway from 30 feet away and just chucking it. And the thing clanged in off the glass. I don't even know if it hit the window. Clangs in high off the glass. He gets the foul. He finishes off the four-point play. He ends up with 30. And the Clippers get the cover in Atlanta. Um, Brandon Ingram had a huge night as well. Uh, Clay gets benched for Golden State. That another story uh, that is being talked about this morning. So with the schedule kind of spaced out over the next few days for the NBA with the trade deadline, again, makes no sense. We talked about it yesterday being on Thursday of Super Bowl week, but um, another handful of games to keep an eye on tonight. The the Harden four-point play for me was I liked it because I got a cover out of it. I also shook my head and went, that is just Pete James Harden. So you thought, did you think like, okay, I got to remember that one because for the next time I complain, I'm not going to get a lot of covers like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a 300 that, point game. <laughs> it was, it was the opposite of a bad beat. It was yeah. dear Lord, that bucket just went in and it's pretty much going to lock things up for me. I can't, can't believe he even took that shot and it went in and he got the foul. It was like I said, peak Harden. Ridiculous. Um, I was keeping a close eye on a different game, and that's because uh, it, it's one I laid four and a half on. Cleveland, man, are they on a tear? It has yeah, not they stopped. Are. They win by 26 last night at home against Sacramento. Um, they're going to go on a road for a little trip, but they get another terrible opponent coming up. They they go to Washington uh, tomorrow. They've won 14 of 15. Like, the schedule has been soft. I will admit that. There are already a couple of Washington wins in there. couple San Antonio. Um, let's see. Took down. They faced Milwaukee three times. And the one loss in these last 15 games is against Milwaukee. Detroit's in there. Memphis. It's a soft schedule. But you know what? It's going to be soft moving forward. So that's yeah. the interesting thing about the Cavs. Like, you don't want to take too much away from them for, for taking care of business. Uh, but man, like that, they're a forgotten team kind of, and you know what you wake up, they're the two seed right now. They, they could finish off as the two in that conference. And then all of a sudden, you know, we all spent so much time talking about Milwaukee and doc and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, for good reason. They've been there before, you know, and big name players, star power, all that. But Cleveland's just keeps on churning. Keep on churning away. It would not. No, it wouldn't surprise me in the least. I know it's all bunched up. Cleveland, Milwaukee, New York, Philadelphia. Wouldn't surprise me if they land with that too. Pacers host the Rockets tonight. Uh, Mavericks are in Brooklyn. So Kyrie returns to the scene of the crime. Uh, Heat magic. Knicks try to get hot again after the loss to the Lakers over the weekend. They'll host the Grizzlies, T-Wolves, Bulls, Thunder Jazz, and the Bucks still on the road out west in Phoenix against the Suns. We'll get into that a little bit later, maybe in lightning bets before we wrap up the show. But coming up next, the Super Bowl MVP market. More often than not, it's a quarterback. Is there enough value on those plays, though, depending on which side you're on this weekend? Maybe we talk about some of those defensive names that are out there, too. All coming up right here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. BetMGM. 
We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.